The thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyal Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Praise God. What I really want us to do in this year's fast is to make sure we are praying more. Amen. And so we'll just be bringing some perspective, just giving you some perspective. That's basically what we are doing. I really wish that the whole time was actually extensive prayer time. Amen. When you declare newness, you have to be ready to pray anew. You see, the Bible says, My little children, of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in thee. The Bible said, As soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth. New things are not birth sleeping. New things are not birth eating and drinking. New things are birth in the womb of prayer. And that's why I want to encourage you that you don't just fast. We are fasting so that we can create adequate time for prayer. That's what I told you yesterday. Fasting doesn't change God. Fasting changes you. Praise God. Yeah, there's nothing God will do for you that he can't do without a fast. But you see, when you fast, you are better positioned to appreciate what God is doing. Your spirit becomes sensitive and you can pick things up. So last night, we began talking about fasting and we said, when we talk about fasting, fasting is something that is not optional for any child of God. Somebody say, fasting is not optional for me. Is given optional for you? Oh, talk to me. Is given optional for you? Some of you, if you had the opportunity, you, you make it an option. But when you make giving an option, you have signed up to die in poverty. Giving is not an optional duty for you. Likewise, prayer. It says when you pray, when you give, and then when you fast. So fasting is not an optional activity for you. We said fasting can be done rightly or wrongly. And fasting, when done rightly, guarantees reward. That's why I'm sure that in this fast, amazing rewards will attend to you. Testimonies will come your way. These prayer points you are lifting will not return without answers. Look at how we defined it yesterday. We said fasting is a conscious decision. Somebody said a conscious decision. It's not because you don't have money. It's not because you spent all your money during Christmas, so you are broke, so you are on a diet. No, fasting is a conscious decision to abstain from food and other legitimate pleasures for a definite period of time in order to spend more time in fellowship with God and the word and prayer. Somebody say fellowship with God in the word and prayer. Fasting is breaking the normal routine of your life. Fasting is bringing your body under so your spirit can have greater expression. That's fasting. Fasting is when your body is subdued so that your spirit... Paul said, I keep my body under. I keep my body under in fasting. You have an opportunity to get your body to be under. Some of us, our bodies are too strong. 
Our bodies interfere with the waves. Just like I was saying yesterday, the spiritual waves that are blowing around you, your body is so sensitive that it keeps on interfering. Fasting is a voluntary exercise. Fasting happens within a clearly defined time. Tonight, we are looking at fasting. Why is it important for us to fast? Number one is because Jesus fasted and taught about fasting. You know, the Bible says a disciple is not above his master. Somebody say a disciple. Say, I'm a disciple. And I'm not above my master. The Bible says a disciple is not above his master. But everyone that is well trained shall be like his master. Everyone that is well trained. In the book of Luke chapter 6 verse 40, a disciple is not above his master. Everyone that is well trained shall be like his master. There are many things Jesus did on the cross for us. But there are things he did so that we will learn to do them. It's not everything that is just made available for us in redemption. There are things he did for us freely and we have to receive it by faith. And there are those he did to set example for us that we may follow. In the book of 1 Peter 2 verse 21, he says, Here unto were you called because Christ also suffered for us. And I'm sure one of the sufferings was the fasting. The Bible said when he fasted, he became hungry. And when you fast, your body suffers. He said, leaving us an example that we should follow in the steps. Somebody say, follow. Follow. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. There are examples that have been laid for us to follow. And one of such examples is fasting. Jesus fasted and taught about fasting. He said, moreover, when he fasts. Yesterday, I read to you in Luke chapter 5, verse 33 to 35. When they went to him and they say, all the disciples we know, they fast. The disciples of John fast. The disciples of the Pharisees fast. But your disciples, they like Banku and Aklen. They eat every time. How come that is the case? He said, how can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? But the time is coming when the bridegroom will be taken away. And then they shall fast. Praise God. And I'm happy to announce to you that this is a dispensation of fasting and prayer. This is the dispensation of fasting and prayer. One woman of God, greatly used by God, amazingly, was the woman Catherine Coma. Amazingly. She walked in all kinds of miracles. When she entered the place, nobody could stand. And one of the things she used to say, <laughs> one of the things she used to emphasize a lot, Catherine Coleman, was fasting. One time, Mars Moreau had an opportunity to chat with her and she emphasized the word fasting in several of their conversations until Mars Moreau felt that she should change the topic and talk about something else. Power. To command power, you have to learn to fast. Somebody say fast. The early church also fasted. The early church was a fasting church. They fasted. The Bible said, as a minister to the Lord and fasted. It's so unfortunate that these days when we fast, it's only when we have a challenge. Christians today fast when they have a challenge. But listen, when you learn to fast as a discipline, when you learn to fast habitually, you don't get into challenges. You live above challenges. Yeah, you live above challenges. When Satan came, Jesus was already prepared for him. So by the time he threw his asana, every one of them he threw, Jesus had specific answer appropriately for him. And this year, I declare over your life that before Satan comes, you'll be overprepared. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said, be sober, be vigilant. Fasting makes you sober. How many of you are sober in these weeks? <laughs> it makes you sober. 
Fasting so bless you. In the book of Art 13, they fasted. In the book of Art 14, they fasted and appointed leaders. Again, fasting is a foundational activity. It's a foundational spiritual activity. Somebody say foundational. Say foundational. Now, when we talk about foundation, foundation is what supports the superstructure. In 2021, you have a superstructure life. Your life shall be new all around. The Bible says, if the foundations be destroyed, the righteous can do, the righteous can do. So all this, I'm the righteousness of God, I'm the righteous of God, is good. But if you don't lay a solid foundation, Satan will be punishing you all the while you are confessing I'm the righteousness of God. But it shall not be experienced here. It's a foundational activity. The man Nehemiah one day heard that Jerusalem walls had been broken down. Everything was down. Before he went to the king, the Bible said the first thing he did was to fast. Nehemiah fasted as a foundation before he went. Before he went to the king to place a request for uh, the, the letters to be given, the Bible said he fasted. Look at Queen Esther. Before she went to meet the queen, she fasted. Am I communicating here? Before Jesus started the ministry, he spent 40 days, 40 nights fasting. Praise God. Before Apostle Paul started out preaching the gospel from left to right. It is registered or recorded according to some Bible commentators that he spent years fasting and praying on the desert of Arabia. It's a foundational activity. You start, a foundational activity is something you do before everything else. Something you do before everything else. The foundation of this building was laid before the superstructure was raised. And most of the time, instead of minding the foundation, we are busy in a hurry. Instead of tarrying with God and finding the mind of God, a lot of people start the year and they are in a rush. But you see, it was Kenneth Hagin who said, it is better to be slow than to be fast with God. It is better to be slower than God than to be faster than God. It's always better. Those who learn to wait on God well, they don't walk, they run. And when others are running, they saw. This year you will soar. I say you will soar spiritually. You will soar in every area of your life. Shout a better amen. Fasting number four demonstrates a greater hunger and thirst for God. A greater hunger and thirst for God. Sometimes we get overwhelmed with material things and we begin to lose our sense of spirituality. You must understand that you are essentially a spirit being. You are a spiritual being. That's who you are. Somebody say, I'm a spirit being. That's who you are. But because your body is the temple, the house of your spirit makes a lot of noise. Sometimes we tend to forget who we truly are. You are not a natural man trying to have a spiritual experience. You are a supernatural man having a natural experience. You are a supernatural man having a natural experience. And once that sinks deep, and it becomes a part of your mentality. It shapes your life. Praise God. You approach life from a spiritual perspective. Most of the battles we fight and we end up being defeated is because we don't approach it from a spiritual perspective. We go according to our intellectual powers. We go with our skill. We go with our connections. But the moment we trust in any of these, our failure is very close to us. The Bible says for the weapons of our warfare, they are not what? He says, for though we walk in the flesh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Because we live in the flesh, most of the time, 
we can become so locked up in the things of the flesh. But when we fast, we increase our hunger and our thirst for God. You know, God does not just pour water upon anyone. In the book of Isaiah, he said, I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. Somebody say thirsty. I will pour water upon him. He was talking about the outpouring of the spirit. I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. And flowers upon the dry ground. In the book of Matthew 5 and 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. For they shall be filled. They shall be filled. It takes a thirst to fast at this time of the year. It takes a hunger. If you are not looking for a certain level of experience. Or you are not desiring a certain level of intimacy with God. You can just sleep. And just relax. The man David was speaking. He said, oh God, thou art my God. Early I will seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longs for thee. By the time your soul is longing for God, your flesh, that is fasting. Because that is the time your flesh comes under. Most of the time, our engagement with God has to do with our spirit. By the time it touches our body, usually it has to do with fasting. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. To see thy power and thy glory. 2021, his power shall be revealed in your life. You will walk in unusual manifestation of power. Shout, I believe it. Fasting is also important in breaking habits and frees you from spiritual bondage or addictions. Fasting helps you to break habits. Somebody say habits. Habits. Certain unholy habits. They get broken during seasons of fasting and prayer. Abdictions are broken during seasons of fasting and prayer. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12 to 13, look at what the Bible says. He said, all things are lawful for me. This is when you see that you have become addicted. You are hooked up. And there are a lot of things that sometimes believers we get addicted to. We want to break free, but we are not able to set ourselves free. He says, all things are lawful for me. Somebody say, all things. But all things are not helpful. All things are lawful. All things are lawful, but not all things are edified. They don't help you. They don't add to you. They don't just appreciate your life in any way. All things are lawful. Then he says, all things are lawful for me, but I will not. Somebody say, I will not. Say, I will not. I will not be brought under the power of any. You can meet a Christian who is hooked up to alcohol. He wants to be free. It's not that he's not born again. He's born again. Praise God. Sometimes you can even be spirit-filled and be hooked up. All things are lawful. Then he said, I will not be brought under the power of any. Anything that becomes so controlling that if you want to stop, you can't stop. You have become addicted to it. You become hooked up to it. If it's good, all the better. If it's bad, you need to break free. He was talking about the body here. Go to verse 13. He says, food for the stomach and the stomach for food. But God will destroy both it and them. Now, the body is not for sexual immorality. But for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Praise God immediately he's talking about so when you are able to stop food stay away from food the same discipline that you use to overcome food you can extend it to other things and you'll be able to stop it food for the body food for stomach food for the body and the body for food but god shall destroy both it and them paul was speaking he said some people their god is their belly their god is where ah, there's no breaking their stomach hole. Their God is their belly. They eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. And when they don't have food for themselves to eat, they will borrow your food and eat it. Their God is their belly. May your God not be your belly. Esau sold his birthright because of a morsel of bread. Look at that. 
in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, 16 to 17, lest there be any fornicator or profound person like Esau, who for one morsel, oh, it wasn't even two, one morsel of bread. Somebody say one morsel of bread. One bite of a biscuit. The Bible said he sold his birthright. You won't lose your inheritance. I said you won't lose your inheritance. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. You have to understand that your number one enemy to spiritual progress and spiritual activity is not the devil, it's your body. Somebody say my body. Your body. That's, it's not Satan. It's not Satan. Your number one enemy is not Satan, it's your body. That's why the Bible says in the book of Romans, it said, yield your members as instruments of righteousness. Yield your members, your bodies, as instruments of righteousness. Yield it. And then it says, whosoever you yield your members to are servants, servants of whom you become. So you need to take charge of your body and you take charge of your body when you give a break. You tell your body, you are not going to dictate it. You will not call for breakfast and I respond. You will not call for lunch and I respond. Now, I tell you when I put something in there. Receive the grace to fast likewise. Fasting increases your capacity to receive from God. It increases your capacity to receive from God. And there are many things God wants us to receive. Eyes have not seen or ear heard. Neither have it entered into the hearts of men. The things which God has what? Prepared for them that love him. What has God prepared for you? Amazing things 2021. New doors of opportunity have been prepared for you. New doors of favor have been prepared for you. And in this year, you will receive all of such. In the mighty name of Jesus. None of the prepared blessings, none of heaven's prepared package for you shall be missing. Shout, I receive it. Shout, I receive it. When you fast, you are better placed to receive from God. When we wait on God in fasting and prayer, our capacity to believe God also increases. When you are fasting, most of the time, it looks like because your spirit is dominating your body, your mind is not able to resist most of the things that God tells you in your spirit. So your capacity to believe is increased. And your capacity to believe is not increased because you are fasting. The fast is part, but particularly when you are praying, when you are praying, he said, dearly beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. The more you wait on God and meditate on the word of God, the greater your capacity to receive. You remember when Jesus came from the mountain in the book of Matthew chapter 17, verse 18 to 21, and Jesus rebuked the demon and he came out of them and the child was killed from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? Jesus said, because of your unbelief. Somebody say, because of your unbelief. Most of the time, people think that it is because of this. But Jesus hit the nail right. He said, the reason why you couldn't do it is because of your unbelief. And in 2021, there are things God will tell you. The only thing that can help you do it is your belief. Because if you can believe, all things are possible. You see, that's why we're praying for grace or obedience. Sometimes the things God tells us that will usher us into the best phases of our lives. You cannot do them with your natural eye. You cannot do them with your natural mind. You have to suspend your brain sometimes in order to usher yourself into new things. Praise God. And as long as food controls you, your brain will have the better part of you. When your spirit is enlarged, your capacity to receive is enlarged. And in this fast, your capacity shall be enlarged. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will be hearing in the night, in visitations of the night, God will tell you, wake up and go to this place. And when you go there, doors will be open for you there. Can somebody shout a better amen here? 
Expect supernatural encounters when you are fasting. Yeah. Don't treat anything around you in this season as natural or casual. That's why I've been talking about spiritual sensitivity. Spiritual sensitivity. The man, Cornelius, was fasting. And when he was fasting, the Holy Ghost came to him. He said, send for the moment you woke up. That's what he did. And by the time he did that, everything he needed became him. Everything around him was turned around. Your whole life shall be turned around. People who know you before will be surprised at you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Fasting moves you into a position where you can receive the signal that God is sending you. Fasting is also a platform for spiritual empowerment. Somebody say spiritual empowerment. Say it aloud, spiritual empowerment. Say spiritual empowerment. Yeah, fasting is a platform for spiritual empowerment. The Bible says, finally, brethren, be strong in the law and in the power of his might. You see, when the Bible said be strong in the Lord, it also means that you can be weak in the Lord. And there are people who are in the Lord and they are very weak. Be strong. Don't be weak in the Lord. Sometimes you'll be speaking and say be strong in the grace of God that is in Christ Jesus. Be strong. You have to be strong. Be strong is not just an Old Testament uh, instruction. It's an instruction that is ever important. To enter into new doors, you need to be strong. You need to be what? Yeah, you need to be strong. You need to be strong. You need to be strong. You need to set your face like a flint. But we are not talking about being strong in your intellectual powers. We are not talking about being strong in your body. Some of you have triceps and biceps and aceps. All those things are good. But witches and wizards, they don't fear those things. Sometimes the stronger they are, the more they beat you. But you need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong. And one way to stay strong is to live a life of fasting and prayer. Praise God. Yeah. When fasting and prayer becomes a part of your life, all other things being equal, not just that alone. Because when you are fasting and praying and your word level is empty, you may not be able to stand. But be strong. Fasting and prayer is a means of, look at Jesus, Luke chapter 4 verse 1. And before you now become confused and deceived and filled with the Holy Ghost, what again? When you were filled, you were told to be ever filled. He said, then Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit. How many of us are filled with the Holy Spirit? He was filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And verse 2, being tempted 40 days and 40 nights. And in those days, he ate nothing. And afterward, when he had ended, he was hungry. He was hungry. Go to verse 14 and 15. Verse 14 and 15. This is where manifestation. New things began to happen after this. Then Jesus returned in the power of the spirit. By the time we are through, you are returning in the power of the spirit. I said you are returning in the power of the spirit. It's a journey we are on. By the time we finish, you return with fresh power. You return with fresh dose of power in the mighty name of Jesus. He said he returned in the power of the spirit. And news. Did you see news? That's how your news shall be heard. I said that's how your news shall be heard. News of him went out throughout all the surroundings. New things began to happen. Before this time he was known as a carpenter's son. But by the time he ascended power, everything changed around him. His life changed. His life took on a new identity. 2021, you are manifesting your new identity. You have already been given a new identity in Christ. 
You are the beloved. You are the blessed. You are, but it's not showing. But after this fast, it will manifest for all to see. I say it will manifest for all to see. It will manifest for all to see. Prayer and fasting uh, is important discipline. It's a very important spiritual discipline. If you must continue to manifest spiritual power, you have to. You have to. Learn to fast. Learn to fast. It's not an easy exercise, but it is a critical exercise. Read the, don't go and read it because some of you, when you read it, it may confuse you. The awkward grandmaster now in Christ. If you read his account, his encounter with Archbishop Idahosa, he had fasted for about 40 days because he wanted to bring one man down. Demonic entities fast. You see, in the realm of a spirit, if you cannot put away food, you will limit the extent you can go spiritually. In the realm of a spirit. You see, there are two things that are critical for manifesting power. At every level, whether it's God's power or demonic power, sacrifice, they all answer to sacrifice. The answer to what? Sacrifice. They all answer to sacrifice. That's why when you learn to give sacrificially, you break through financially. Because when you go, there's no malam you go, he will tell you to do something cheap. Those of you who have been there before, if you tell the truth. <laughs> I know none of you have been there before. Praise God. Yeah. But every time, Sometimes it's not because the malam is powerful. It's your sacrifice speaking for you. Because blood speaks. Sacrifice speaks. Speaks. That's why the eternal blood of Christ is speaking for you. And he's speaking better things for you every day. In the mighty name of Jesus. And so please, don't approach this as a casual exercise. You are exchanging. They that wait upon the Lord. He said, has thou not known? Has thou not heard? Isaiah 40 verse 28 to 31. He said, has thou not known? Has thou not heard? That the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Then he says, he giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. He said, the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. In this fast, your strength shall be renewed. I said, your strength shall be renewed. You are returning with new strength. This year, you will manifest strength like you never knew you had before. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Stand on your feet and begin to speak to God. Father, we thank you tonight. We bless you for the release of strength. The release of grace. In the name of Jesus. Thank you that we are returning with renewed strength. We are returning with renewed power. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for victory in every area of our lives in 2021. In Jesus' matchless name. Amen. Pastor Afraqua has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by Pastor Afraqua, please call 540 or email us at faithhousechapel.yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afraqua on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services. Our first service, 638 a.m. to 8 a.m. Our second service 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. At our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station Santata Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. God richly bless you.